Welcome, one and all. You have just discovered the Tom and Topher podcast experiment. First word in entertainment, tainment, tainment. We explore the mystery of the universe, our minds, and much more. So come along with us to the edge of all that is possible. Here we are. Hello. Amongst friends. Good evening to you. Amongst fellow friends. Yeah. We're all in this together, man. What's up, man? What's up, dude? We got one planet Earth. What does that mean? I don't know. We're all in this together. Yeah, dude. You ever heard the song? Mm, We're all in this together. Yeah. Yeah. From the start. And High School Musical. Oh, I never saw that. No? That was a little bit past my time. Dude. (laughs) We got to watch him. No. (laughs) You do not need to watch that. I was never. You need to watch them. I have never been interested in. You have to any see that Disney Channel anything. Efron, Zach, Zachary. He's a, he's a great guy. Uh, he's been in some good movies. Vanessa Hudgens, right? Mm-hmm. Great did gal. You, do you really like that show? Movie? No, I've seen like half of the first oh, one. Okay. I think. Jeez. I'm just memeing you. You're freaking with me right now. Freaking boomer doesn't even know what I'm. Dude, being. I'm not a boomer. Stop <laughs> saying that. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what did I do? Thought I stopped everything. All right, man. We're back on the mic. So we got a lot to talk about. First off, thanks for everybody who's been listening. We appreciate it. You guys are great. We've been getting a lot of good feedback. And uh, we're really happy with what we got going. What do you have to say about that, Christopher? It warms my heart every time I hear someone giving us rave reviews or saying they just put us on while they're going to sleep because they like the sound of our voice. Or they just think that we're really funny. And, uh, yeah, it makes me feel great. I'll tell you, I I put it on be, so I can listen to the sound of your voice. Hey, you know what? Me too. <laughs> my voice. <laughs> you would, you serial killer. Sorry, that yeah. was mean. I shouldn't have said that. Wouldn't have been great, though, if I said that I listened to your voice? No, because I said that. I I was the one who said that joke. Never mind. Me. Never mind. Did I, I miss something? No, it was just a joke. My joke went All right, all right. My all joke right. Went, took a bad turn. Hey, man, it's turn. okay. But let me just say, all these people out there listening, you guys are amazing. We didn't even expect one person to listen to our podcast at the beginning. And we're looking at our numbers now and we're like, what is happening? It's nothing crazy, but there's people listening every single day. Mm-hmm. And, it, and we thank you. If you are here, thank you. And also, let us know you're listening. Please go to our, uh, our social media, Twitter, Facebook, at Tom and Topher, Instagram. We're on SoundCloud. We're on Apple Music. We're on, we're on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. We're on <laughs> Spotify. We're on it all. Honestly, yeah. we just need to get our asses on YouTube and Twitch. Yeah, that's the that's the last frontier. Yeah, is going video. live <clears throat> video. We've been talking about video for a while. We can get on YouTube easily though. Yeah, we can just have this playing with a picture on the background of our doofus faces. Your holiday one. Oh, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah, go check out our header on Twitter. But you know what? It does help us out if you guys like and comment our stuff. So please do so. Yeah. All our uh, 
social media handles. And we love seeing it. We love seeing people who actually give a shit about what we have to say. So thank you. Yeah. And you know what? We never, we didn't really know what the heck we were doing when we first started. We just Googled stuff and saw where we can host our podcast, which is on SoundCloud. But recently we switched to Anchor. And we were inspired. Also, yeah, let's go on with that Anchor. Anchor. What is Anchor? Let me talk about some Anchor stuff. Chris, what's Anchor? <laughs> well, let me tell you about Anchor. Anchor is leading the way in... in Anchor. That was good, dude. <laughs> I like that. It's leading the way in um, podcast hosting and distribution and monetization. So if you, Innovation. Do you understand what yeah. that is? All, everything I just said, it all equals innovation. Have you heard of that word before? Have I? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking face. (laughs) I wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. Can't help it, bud. What were you saying, though? Anchor? For real. What is it? Okay, so Anchor is a um, a podcast host, basically. Mm -hmm. It's also, I believe it's a um, podcast repository, too. So, like, um, Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or Spotify, where they just have a library of podcasts to go on. But what makes them great is that it's, um, uh, they handle your distribution. So let's say if we did this in the beginning, we wouldn't have to go individually to, um, the different outlets like Spotify and Apple. It, they, it distributes it, distributes it for you. Like district kid does with your music. Yeah. And also <clears throat> you're automatically sponsored by them. You just have to, um, put their ad in your podcast and you get um, so then you get the you get paid per you know however many thousand and then like a thousand fifteen dollars yeah. so per thousand or yeah. something once we get a thousand listens to that podcast episode we get 15 bucks okay so if you're a really successful podcast that's you know kind of passive income so let's just dial back what do you say? Style Because one of the most frustrating things for me, and we talked about this in our last podcast a little bit, about the family turmoil that you and I went through on that fateful Thanksgiving day. Mm-hmm. Trying to give thanks, you know? Yeah. Was Trying it, to spread cheers. And guess what? We were uh, we were put down, mm-hmm. and we were put down for a specific reason, and that was because we were talking about how easy it is to do the things that you want to do, and how people think it is so hard. But the you know, it's pretty cliche, but you just gotta, you know, the hardest part is just doing it, starting it, mm-hmm. truly. Yeah, and a lot of it's the the hard part is the mental part of it. And with this podcast, though. We did nothing more than just grabbed a couple pieces of equipment. You can even get your phone and a and a crappy little um, iPhone mic, mm-hmm. and you can create your own podcast. Literally, and people think, "Oh no, that's no, no." That's what we're doing right now. Mm-hmm. So, with this whole um, stuff we're talking about on Anchor, like if you're thinking about starting your own podcast, just go ahead and do it. Like, just. Throw on a couple uh, headphones, get yourself an iPhone, 
mm-hmm. and start your podcast because that's exactly what we did. That's what everybody did. You can go look back at Joe Rogan's and it's just hideous to watch yeah. compared to what he does now. Some of his videos, he has like this weird um, graphic overlay of like snowflakes that are following the whole video too. Yeah. I was thinking, why would you do that? I th- it might have been like the the tech the video platform they're using that automatically does that, but there's so. probably nobody <clears throat> watching it, literally watching it. Yeah. Like, when did you hear of anybody, even f- four or five years ago, saying, like, oh, dude, do you watch Joe Rogan? On no, YouTube? No. Not at all. Even now, I'm like, do you watch Joe Rogan? And uh, and people are like, what's Joe Rogan? And you'll be like, oh, it's a podcast. And they said, did you just say you watch a podcast? Yeah. Yeah, you watch podcasts. Mm-hmm. A lot of people watch the podcast. I pref- if a podcast episode has video, I prefer to yeah. consume it that way. Which we will be providing videos soon. At one point. 1080p quality. But yeah, is that still the leading standard in quality? 1080p. No. No. Not at all. No. Like double that. Yeah. Dang. Rad, huh? It's crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's already photo real. Yeah, that's the type of shit we were talking about last episode. Technology and how it has advanced within our society within the last three or four years. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Sure. <laughs> But yeah, super easy to start one now. And also, Anchor. <laughs> God damn it. Um, for those of you that are thinking about starting a podcast, I highly recommend Anchor because, like Tommy said, if you have zero equipment, but if you have a phone, phones all have microphones on them. And download the Anchor app. I believe they even have like recording software too. So you can record your episode with Anchor. I'm not 100% on that. Double check that. But, you know, it's not that hard to record an episode using the voice recorder on your iPhone or your Android phone and then uploading the file to Anchor. Super easy. Basic stuff. And free. And it's free. So what's up, Anchor? We're shouting you out right now. What's up, dog? Big time. However, they give you a script, so you got to record that yeah. with the script in it. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, sorry guys, we're gonna be reading scripts soon. Yeah, watch this. This episode gets two hundred thousand listens, <laughs> and we just missed out on all the, mo- all the money. Don't say that. <laughs> this is the one that blows up. Don't you curse me, Bobby. This is it. Don't you put that evil on me. <laughs> well, what we could do is we can just record it after and put it at the beginning. You ever hear about that? You ever do things like that? Uh, Post production. So we're currently on. Yeah, I've heard of post production. You've heard of post production? Yeah, but. Chris, that we are currently on Anchor. Yeah, we are. I did all that the other day. Okay. Yeah. So it's solid squared away? Solid squared away. Rerouted the RSS feeds. Right. Um, updated the links <laughs> right. in there. And right. then uh, I sent the the correct dossiers to the, to the proper outlets, mm-hmm. informing them of the change. Yeah. So everything is uh, copacetic. Squared away? Yeah, squared away. Good. Good that it's squared away. Hey, bud. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I'd make sure things are nice and square and all my ducks are in a row. <laughs> and, yeah. I love this bit. It's a good bit. Here's the thing, though. I got to get to something a little serious. Oh, all right. Shifting gears? Shifting gears. It's probably not what you're thinking about. 
But I wanted to give a little shout out. I'm ready for anything. Um, here we go. So I have a good friend. Her good friend committed suicide not too long ago. Mm-hmm. So she's doing a little project and building a bench in the high school that both of them went to mm-hmm. together. And she set up a GoFundMe. And it's been just a couple days, three days. And she's at $605 out of $800. Oh, wow. She's almost there. She's doing good. <clears throat> so here's her, little, uh, here's her little spiel. You can go to GoFundMe slash... Um, let's see. What does it say? How do I expand that? How do I look at this tech guy? Let's see. GoFundMe slash... You'd have to copy and paste. Or here. Let me see it. Yeah, don't go in my search history. <laughs> they hate you. Yeah, don't don't go. Yeah, uh, you don't have 3D Touch, so here's what I would do. I would copy. Okay, that link is too long. So let's just put it in. Okay, our- I already posted it in our Twitter. All right. Well, All right. So go here? Tom and Topher. Uh, at Tom and Topher, I'll post it in Facebook and uh, Instagram as well, and. Go to it from there. There you yeah. go. And we'll add it, let's add it to our link tree too. Yeah. So we can. The link will be in our bios. It'll be in the link tree bio, and then just go to that. We'll have the link very clear on that. To here's people do it. Here's what she wrote out. It was very nice. So hello everyone. My name is Adriana. I am a senior at Rosemont High School. By the way, she's a coworker. Okay. I'm not hanging out with high schoolers. All right. She's a good friend. I'm helping her out. <laughs> Let's just square that away. I don't just hang out with high schoolers, okay? I'm a, <laughs> I'm a senior yeah, at Rosemont I down far right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to make this a, a comedy bit, honestly. Um, so I set up this GoFundMe to help pay for my senior project to donate. In March of 2019, my friend passed away from suicide. In memory of her, I am building a bench at the elementary school. Okay, so it's at her elementary school they went to. The bench will have her name, suicide prevention number, the money donated will be used to pay for the supplies, and the bench will be donated to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. After watching this happen to somebody close to me, I want to prevent this from happening to anyone. And your money will go to that cause. Thank you. Bless your heart, Adriana. Great gal. Yeah. Great oh, gal. Man, so sad. Such a big epidemic. <laughs> Suicide, mental health problems. We don't know what the answer is right now, but the best we can do is to help out. And what the Tom Topher experiment's gonna do is we're gonna put that link to that GoFundMe all across our um, social media so you guys can easily access it and hopefully contribute to that. It's a good um, good thing she's doing in memory of her friend. So, Yeah, the, speaking of suicide, there was something, there's a video I saw recently. I forgot who it was. It may have been a comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a comedian who talked about this. But um, the male suicide rate is just crazy right now. Mm-hmm. 
And it's a pretty interesting topic to talk about. We can go deeper into it. But also what's even more alarming is the male um, African-American suicide rate is shooting up. Really? Yeah. Are there any indicators to why? Um, I don't know. He talked a little bit about it on the on the uh, on the comedy special, but uh, it had something to do with. You know what? I do remember what it is. It just had to do with pretty much exactly what they talk about with the male suicide rate going up. Is that especially in the black community? they are expected to be a certain type of strong male individual and you don't talk about your problems you don't talk about the things because that makes you a little bitch and in a lot of different black communities there's people who live their whole life just suppressing problems and they end up killing themselves especially now And I'm sure I've always said that there's, you know, just a simple answer. There's something in the water, not the water exactly, but Mm -hmm. you know, there's something in the water. There's something in what we're eating. There's something in what we're uh, taking as far as like prescriptions. There's something in there causing a lot of different shit. And suicide is one of those things that's just kind of skyrocketing. And maybe the, I, I would assume it's the prescription, you know, pres- prescription drug epidemic where people are just, their minds aren't chemically balanced. Yeah. I think it could be, it could be a lot of things. It, it, it could be definitely the uh, prescriptions. It could be, well, I'm sure these are all definite contributors. Prescriptions, social media, people now having a window into people's lives who are better than theirs and they're seeing it all the time. Yeah. And that just makes them feel worse about their life because they're not, it's not like what they see on Instagram and stuff. People just living their best life with Lambos and it just looks so easy. They're Mm -hmm. making it look so easy living this, um, you know, jet set life, but they don't have access to it. And, you know, where do you go? when you don't have a friend to turn to or a mom or a dad to turn to when you're feeling sad or if it, you know, societal pressures for men, for men, you know, to be masculine is to not cry or anything like that. Yeah, exactly. And if you're surrounded by people that think like that, that you're a bitch or you're a girl, if you're crying and and so where, where do those feelings go? They just stay inside and they, fester and they get worse and worse and and then you know you ultimately take your life yeah it's not it's not a fun situation to be in where you are cool but you're depressed and suicidal like it seems that in some I don't know. In some scenarios, people have to compromise their mental health for masculinity. Mm-hmm. I've, you know, I'm sure you've had instances where you suppressed something just so you didn't look like a female or a baby, whatever. I know I definitely had <clears throat> growing up, you know, around brothers, around 
um, neighbor kids and stuff like that having to be tough all the time, which, you know, I think, I think it's important to have, you know, a layer of, of grit to you and, you know, to be masculine, but I don't think it, you know, to be masculine does not equal never talk about your feelings. Yeah. To be tough does not mean never talk about your feelings. I think it's actually harder to talk about your feelings. It's easy to suppress it. You just got to pay up. Yeah, that's true. It is harder. It's hard to, like, apologize. It's hard to express that you, like, you and another person were affected by, like, some sort of emotion, you know? Like, I remember having to apologize. Like, I remember deciding to be that person like as a kid and remember I remember specifically like man I really need to apologize like I need to go tell my mom I'm sorry yeah and you're like seven and that's just like the first time you've really felt that Mm -hmm. and you're just like what do I do it's so scary (laughs) and you can either do it or not do it and if you do it I don't know. I'm glad that I'm that type of person who will mm-hmm. own up. Me too. I'm glad. I think that when you're a kid, like that moment that I'm thinking about is that make or break where like you just kind of some kids, maybe they're in like a tough situation and they just kind of callous themselves, you know, like yeah. uh, cocoon their hearts, I guess. And um, I think you grow into a certain person based off of decisions you've made throughout your life. And like when you become a person who, uh, who just owns up and apologizes and starting at an early age doing that, like it's scary as fuck to have to own up to something mm-hmm. and deal with those emotions as a young child. It is really scary. And I don't know. It just makes you into a better person. Yeah. I honestly forgot what we were talking about that led up to but, that. But when you, um, when you just to touch on what you were talking about, when you do own up to that, when you take responsibility, when you wear it, there is a lot of like, yeah. Sometimes you have to face consequences when you, when you're honest and you know own up to a mistake you made or apologize for something that you did. Sometimes there are consequences, but with those consequences, big and small, there's also freedom. And that, and peace of mind that comes with that, because you know, if you didn't own up to it, you probably lied about it, or you didn't, or you just didn't mention it, and so yeah. now you have this little bit of anxiety there that you might get caught, or you have to to think about, you have to like rehearse your story to cover up a lie or something like that, and that just adds more anxiety and depression to you, and um, you know, you live your life looking over your shoulder because you're living a lie. <clears throat> That's true. I actually knew somebody who told me. I mean, he's a he's a good friend of mine. And he told me one time in high school, this is probably like junior year, he told me, I'll never get caught lying. And I was like, why, why do you say that? And he said, I'll never get caught lying because I can, and I believe this kid, he's a smart kid. He says, I can put together a story in my head and never forget it. And he said, and that story I can deconstruct and shift around like they're block puzzles, pieces or whatever. And he was like, 
what you're envisioning is so easy for me to do. And he said, and I don't know. I just thought of, I think about that all the time. Yeah. He's living in hell. He yeah. has so many stories he has to put, yeah. keep together. Like, I don't think he realized that when you're a junior, there's not many lies that you have to tell. And those lies don't really affect a lot of people. It's more like, no, well, I didn't smoke weed today. I was studying, I swear to God. I'm just tired. I'm really tired and my allergies are also acting up. Oh, I got to remember I have allergies now. <laughs> I need some Benadryl. <laughs> Gets hooked on Benadryl. <laughs> 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 There's another one. God damn it. <laughs> and there, what's that, um, what's his name? Uh, he wrote, he wrote, uh, Huckleberry Finn. Um, author, why am I blanking on his name? Very famous. Tom Sawyer. Yeah, Tom Sawyer, <laughs> the writer. The writer, he was in the Blue Man group for a while. <laughs> What is his name? Come why on. Am I, why are we both? Look like, it up. You have a freaking terrible. computer in your pocket. Mark Twain. There you well, go. I thought of that. You really looked at your like, phone and really didn't feel like Googling it. Mark Twain said that um, people that tell the truth never have to remember anything. I'm, I think I goofed that up, but basically, if you tell the truth, you I don't remember have, you that don't have to remember your story. Yeah. Because you know the story, you saw it. Yeah. And that's why when um, police are um, interrogating someone, if there's a two or three second pause when they when they ask them a question before an answer, if they if if they hesitate, that's them trying to remember their story. That's them trying to keep their story straight. Yeah, and like you can say, it, just because they that sorry, just because you don't know the answer to the question. Um, that they're asking doesn't mean necessarily that you are at all guilty. But what I think Chris is talking about is like, if you're being asked, like what happened here, this happened, it's quick. And then what happened here? I don't know. It's quick. Yeah. It's not what happened here. Mm, I think I don't know. Hold on. You know? Yeah. It's uh, hey man, that's all I got to say about that's it. All, hey, <laughs> you know what? Let's just go ahead and change the subject. Yeah, we do have some topics we need to get to. Good change. Good what? What's it called? Bridge. Um, segue. Segue. There we is. All right. So, um, bro, your Spotify just got hackled into. Yeah, I was listening to it today and then just bullshit rap started playing bullshit just some garbage like i don't listen to this shit i love hip-hop love rap but whatever was playing was some trash some dura some what some dura they said durak some dura it's like it's like doo-doo what what are you saying dude some boo-boo you making fun of my mom <laughs> what's bu- bullshit's that <laughs> my word now. I'll slap your mother. It's <laughs> my word now. You're me a regular smegula. No, but honestly, it's uh, it's terrifying and this is something that terrified me growing up uh, and that is getting into this adult world where everything you own could be hacked into. Taken away. Like, I grew up in an era where that was just kind of 
became common knowledge. Like, oh, these things are, this, you know, computers, phones are everywhere. Like, you can just tap into somebody's pocket and they can have all your information, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> like, if someone knows my lock screen code and gets into my phone. Yeah. They got everything. I remember seeing when the when the digital wallet first came out, mm-hmm. some people were going on subway stations and just they had these some sort of reader and all you needed to do was tap the phone. Remember that technology that came uh, out yeah. where it's just tap technology? Yeah. And you could share all your shit. Well, these guys would just somehow get this device and well guys and maybe gals sorry and uh (laughs) shaking his head um tap your phone on the subway in your pocket boop never know and you just have all their information yeah i have money stolen i've had money stolen out of my bank account what else i think last year too while we were we were about to Recorded yeah, that's true. I was, I had money like a bunch of money stolen, and I had my insurance bill due the next day. What podcast was that? I forgot. It was like one of the early ones, like number five or something. Yeah, Francisco. Was there. Francisco, and we we're about to record. We were literally just about to record. We were all prepped and everything. And you looked at your phone, and you're like, "What the hell, dude?" Yeah, it was like some money taken out. And uh, we had to stop and wait for like 40 minutes while you called your bank and you were talking about how like, this is always what everybody says. They just act like you're lying. Yeah. I feel like they're trained to figure it out. Yeah. The next day. Act like you're lying. The next day I had to go in and say, hey, this $300 at Walmart, that wasn't me. It It wasn't me. It was not me. I'm going to need you to cancel my card. I'm going to need that money back. Okay. Yeah. And it's yeah. my money. Yeah, and they, I need it now. They get all awkward. If it were me, if I was the bank teller, I'd go, oh, okay, yeah, definitely. We'll take care of that. And then if if my story is true, then the I'll have nothing to worry about. If it's false, then people that get paid a lot more than me will get will figure it out. They'll see that I was there at Walmart and that I did purchase the three hundred dollars and I'm just committing fraud and now I'm gonna go to jail. Bro, but don't you, like, just think about it. There's those people out there who, like, work at where we work, you know, like like a Starbucks. Yeah. And there, I've had supervisors, they, like, take it so personal. Like, if somebody steals something, they'll run out and, like, oh yeah, chase you and, like, scream at you. And, oh, my God, they can't, like, handle that. Yeah. And I feel like some of these bank tellers, they're just like, yeah, I'm smarter than the average Joe because, you know, I got this job and I can count money. I see what, how much money is in your bank account. Ooh. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> I have more than that. <laughs> you can't afford me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, not, to, not to rip on bank tellers, but get your attitude in check. <clears throat> yeah, stop that. That was really rude. <laughs> that was really rude. Yeah, that was rude. Very impolite. Impolite of you, bud. Yeah. So, you know, long story short, got my money back. It was on hold. Short story long. The ins- My insurance company, Geico, good place to get insurance. Yeah, Geico? 
Yeah, called him up and said, hey, dudes. I have Geico. Hey, dudes, some people stole my money that was going to go right to you guys, so I'm going to need some more time. And they're like, yeah, dude, it's okay. We got you. Yeah. They're honestly kind individuals. They are. So Geico's good. Anchor's good. What other businesses should we tell our listeners about? Um, <laughs> Starbucks. <clears throat> Uh, Gmail is really good for email. Yeah, Spotify is good. Okay. <laughs> is that it? Damn it. <laughs> Sorry. You know what companies are not good, though? Let's talk about it. Wells Fargo. Boo. Don't like that bank. Not a fan of that bank. Yeah, too many fees. I don't like that bank. Not a fan of that bank. No, no, no. Don't bank with Wells Fargo. In fact, so you got to go the credit union route. Honestly, I'm thinking about switching over. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the benefits? No uh, fees? No No monthly fees? fees? No fees. No fees? You get your money on direct deposit, like, immediately. Yeah. Usually, okay, so the big banks, you don't get your money, um, like, if you have direct deposit, you'll get it on, quote, payday, which is usually on a Friday. Yeah. But if you got a credit union, like mine, I get paid a day early. Yeah. So I get it midnight on Wednesday when payday is on a Friday. Right. Usually. That's safe credit union. It's a Sacramento one. There's also a golden one. They're really good, too. If you were to go to a credit union, I'd say in this area, those two. Well, like Wells Fargo had that whole like security breach, you know? That's why I brought it up. Mm. That's why you don't like them? Yeah, that's why I was talking shit. Well, also, they just charge the shit out of you for everything. They have really? fees, yeah. <coughs> it's unfortunate. You have to have a minimum balance, otherwise you get a fee. That's how uh, Chase is. You have to have a minimum balance? Yeah. Or I get I a mean, $12 fee a month. It gives you incentive incentive to, to you know, to keep some savings in there. Not really. Like... A, 12 bucks, that's not that much. That's not, well, yeah, that's a good point. That's not why they put that fee there. They put that fee there because they know people are going to, that usually people have, they live paycheck to paycheck. So there's going to be points where they have zero money in there. Yeah. Or like 12 bucks, which is usually, and I think the minimum is 25. Some is like, you have to have a minimum of 250. Bro, mine's a thousand. Oh, really? A thousand dollars. That's not cool. Not cool at all. And like when you're a kid and you have a job that's like, when I was in, you know, when I was 17, it was a, it was a actual problem for me because I did have constantly less than a thousand dollars in my bank account. Yeah. And so I would have to uh, just see just month after month all twelve dollars coming out, and you add that up, it's like, you know, when I when I was going to school as a uh, a junior and working at Starbucks, I would make like, you know, two hundred dollars a paycheck every two weeks. Twelve dollars—that's a little chunk. And then you look at that adding up over like a year, you're just like, "What am I doing?" Yeah. It's over a hundred dollars a year. I remember what's that movie about? Um, it was about the. It had Steve Carell, and it was about the... Big Short? Big Short, yeah. I remember Steve Carell was going after the the, the banks in that movie for overdraft fees. 
Oh, yeah. I remember as a kid having no clue what that was and then watching it as an adult, and I'm like, yeah, you get them. <laughs> yeah, those suck. <clears throat> I've had some rough financial moments in my life, and the overdraft fees just made it even worse. Oh, yeah. Like, great. This is wonderful. <laughs> just it's no, like, just it's let like, me not have some money for a second, okay? Yeah. <laughs> just, hey, we're going to throw you in prison, and then when you pay back what you owe us, then you can come out. <laughs> well, how do we make money in here? Well. That's not our problem. <laughs> sorry, bud. You can stay here. It's like you got yourself in a bit of a hole there. So you're telling me some... No, you don't have to go into details. Well... Oh, you had something you wanted to say? No. Go on. What were you saying? But <clears throat> you had you told me an alarming story about things that are going on at work. <clears throat> it felt as though some PSAs need to be made on our yeah. little podcast. Honestly, we were going to make a bigger deal out of this. I think we should make it quick and clean. Let's make it quick and clean. It's it had me pissed and I'm not so pissed anymore, so we don't have to go that deep into it. I'm still very pissed, but I was fuming, fuming, shaking. Um here's the thing. Here's the deal, guys. Let's let's just uh let's not let's not human traffic people anymore. How about that? Just stop doing that. How about we just take a break from that for a second? Let's just end it. Can we do that? Yeah. Can we retire that? Because this is becoming something that, well, it's pretty uncontrollable and it's spreading like a wildfire, especially here in Sacramento. Yeah. Sacramento. Yeah. It's a big one. And it's really unfortunate that there's so many girls in this area that have to be on high alert. Mm-hmm. And it's so unfortunate how many girls, and I don't know. I'm I I'm assuming that guys are still trafficked. Yeah. For probably less of the uh, sex slavery, but more for the labor. Mm-hmm. But um, I think I'm saying it just fucking sucks that girls have to go around with right. that knowledge. But. Um, you know, if if you see someone that's creepy, if a guy's being creepy, if they're following you, if they're um, like blowing up your phone, then you should file a police report. A rec- like records need to start on these people. You need to screenshot text messages. You need to screenshot. All yeah, that was a good idea. You had. from people, and let's let's use social media to just. Put these like blow these people up. Put them on blast. Everyone knows about them. If you put your their face on Facebook and then your friends start sharing, everyone's gonna know who they are, and then they'll have to pay the price. Um, you know, I'm, I'm. It's so. You feel so powerless, and when you when I hear stories like what you told me, uh, you know about the that guy. I'm not yeah. gonna go into into details. <clears throat> But um, just in my, you know, from me and my work experience, seeing creepy guys come in and stuff like that, it makes you so furious and you're so frustrated. 
like when you're a kid and maybe you're getting bullied and you're, the bully is so much like stronger than you and you can't do anything. It's it's like that level of frustration times ten because it's you're seeing like these sick people walking around, ruining people's lives, stealing people, putting them in a hideous situation. One of the worst parts of humanity is taking this, them from any, everything they this know. human trafficking thing. And then, and you know who all the customers are? It's all these, you know, not to sound like a conspiracy theory, but now this stuff is like on the news of elite people going Dude. to these, you know, sex slavery places on Epstein, Epstein's Island. <clears throat> people like Harvey Weinstein, just the and the most powerful people, powerful people in the world, partaking in this this thing. And that yeah. that for me, that leads me to believe. Again, not to sound like a conspiracy theory person, but why? Like this is this is terrible. The stuff like human trafficking is terrible. It's hideous. People are losing their children. Adults are being stolen. Yeah. Teenagers are being stolen off the street, forced into this life. In a lot of cases, being brainwashed. So then they just become, you know, a, that's their life now. Yeah. <clears throat> and but the thing is, it's the, it's so rampant. Why isn't it on um, TV? Why isn't it? Why aren't we seeing more on the news? Well, like, why, it's, like it's, you it's said, like, it's like it's this elephant in the room. The people who own the news are probably partaking. Yeah. It's not. It's not a secret anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, if you watch any sort of news uh, or, part, or you read any sort of uh, like social media outlet at all, you will know who Epstein is. You'll know who, who was involved with a lot of this stuff. You know, you know that it's a funny little meme now that Epstein uh, didn't kill himself. Mm-hmm. But the reality of the situation is, is this dude who is extremely powerful for and had so much money enough to have an island which is you don't just have enough money to have an island yeah. somebody gives you an island who owns you know you're not you're not able to just from what i've heard from uh from the one person who i've heard talk about this specific subject is is Famous people, you you gotta know, you gotta, you gotta be pretty shady to own an island. Like mm-hmm. it's like some James Bond shit. He does, he goes to island. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> not, not to be like comical about a serious situation, but you know, this Epstein situation just came out of nowhere, and everybody was just flashed with this evidence of like, holy shit. Not even the fact that he was killed in his cell, you know. It's the fact that, like, there was a guy out there who has pictures with all of our leaders and is involved with all of our politics and and has, you know, the Clinton family uh, wrapped around his finger. And um, he owns a sex island. Yeah. Like, the fuck? Right. And it's right, it's right there in front of us. And and it's like they don't even care anymore. They're just going to off him in prison, and then we're we're supposed to believe that 
He hung himself. And that nobody else is like, oh, yep, everybody else. Oh, the cameras aren't working. Oh, and the and the two guards that were supposed to watch him were. And Epstein was the only one involved. So, well, so, dang, we lost our star witness. Dang. Guess nobody's going to know anything now. I'll just keep scrolling. <laughs> but it it's very alarming, and that's something that keeps me awake at night, is the sex trafficking thing and how and what's scary about it is how it's potentially um, funded or aided and abetted by very powerful people yeah elite elite members of society and those people can just kill whoever they want it's modern slavery dude modern slavery now it's just quiet out in the open they've gotten so good at it and I forgot what it was. It was like 300-something people were just arrested for human trafficking in like a huge bust in the United States. Really? East Coast, I think. And it was there was lawyers, doctors. Okay. This is not conspiracy. Like, none of what we're talking about is conspiracy. Anybody saying that it's conspiracy, we'll just shoot you some links, bud. It's not. It's not like a underground topic. The stuff is coming out like crazy. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there who are very powerful who are in big trouble for this stuff. Uh, they just got, like I said, a few hundred of them just in one bust. Some actress got arrested recently who was in uh, Smallville. Really? Who was it? The blonde. Um, what was her name in the show? Chloe or something. I can't remember. The blonde actress in Smallville was arrested for sex trafficking. Her job was to recruit girls. And what about uh that dude? Why am I forgetting his name? The rapper. R&B artist. R. Kelly? Ke- R. Kelly, dude. Everybody. I, I heard about R. Kelly doing shady shit. Years before yeah. all this stuff came out recently. Right. Didn't Nobody cares. Yeah. There's, there was a lot of people who came out and talked about it. Like, there was rumors, quote-unquote, that he was... Uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the stuff that you heard on the news were rumors that were already spread before this even happened. Yeah. Like, I remember listening to this stuff, and I was like, this is, this is such old news. Like, people were memeing about this for quite a while, and it was, like, uh, where he would have, he would, like, pee on girls or something like that. Yeah. Even in, in, um, he's still, like, a predator, but, um, Bill Cosby, a lot of people knew about what he was doing for decades. Just they wouldn't talk about it. Yeah, who would have thought, like, just not that long ago, Bill Cosby, who would have thought? Yeah. The, like... Mr. Morals, the moral authority. There we go. The dude That's who the looking for. paid for the mics on Martin Luther's speech. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Ugh. Makes me sick. I dreamed a dream, right? Bill Cosby paid for this? A lot of the mics that were up uh, there he paid for, apparently. Well, damn it. I was coming from the, uh, the, the, uh, 
I don't think you've seen this one, but it was one of the Chappelle stand-ups. He talked about that. Mm. How he rapes, but he saves. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) It was... I'm not going to go into that. That was a very controversial, but I think very valid thing. Like, it's uh, it's weird. He, he wasn't praising him or anything. It was just him saying that, uh, well, he covered it up pretty damn good. Yeah. Didn't he? He made himself look real squeaky He's clean. He's a family man. Yeah. You know? That whole show. I used to watch that show a lot. Loved that show. Loved Bill Everyone Cosby. loved that show. Loved Bill Cosby. Everyone looked at Bill Cosby and was like, people like my dad would be like, I think he said this in my life. You know, he's one of those guys who you can really respect in Hollywood. Yeah. Pretty much. Everybody thought that. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody thought that. Yeah. It's like... Uh, if, he groomed all of us. It's like if Will Smith were to come out, like, have been have done something like that. Like Will Smith, he has a family, he has his wife, he has kids, he's on YouTube doing rewind shit. He's like on all this He's crushing it right now. Yeah. And he lives, he's a family I watch his, man. I watch his videos to lift me up sometimes. He's a family man. Yeah. It's just like it's like he's like, I don't know, that type of symbol for our generation. Mm-hmm. Everyone loves him. Yeah. He's probably paid for some crazy shit like some speeches or something that later we'll find out. Oh, Will Smith paid for that? <laughs> yeah, I love me some Will Smith. That's for sure. Willie boy. Hey, um, I just wanted to read off some, some statistics real quick about this human trafficking thing. Surprising. Okay. Did you just roll your eyes? I probably did because this sub- subject is very depressing for me. <laughs> it really is. We could cut it, honestly. We don't have to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. No, I want it, you to say this stuff. But I want it said because this the reason we did this podcast even was just to like, oh, I hate this shit and I want to talk about it. Yeah. You All get right? some medieval violent fantasies and I, about these people. You said we are powerless and I was like, you know what? We have at least something to do. Yeah. We have a little podcast where a few people will hear. So what we can do is at least give people something to be less naive, to know what to do. We're not experts. We don't have all the answers, but we have a platform. Yeah. We can use it to our advantage. Hopefully someday this platform world will grow to a point where this episode will have an impact on some people. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. I'm just going to list some stuff off. It's estimated that internationally there are between 20 million and 40 million people in modern slavery today. What's crazy is that the estimate suggests that internationally only about 0.04 survivors of human trafficking cases are ever identified. So what that means is 0.04 cases is the estimate of cases that have ever been reported out of all of the the, uh, human trafficking cases around the world. Hmm. You know, like we can't even account for what's happening. We don't know. Yeah. Human trafficking earns global profits of roughly one, uh, 150 billion a year for traffickers and 99 billion of which comes from commercial sexual exploitation. 
Globally, an estimate of 71% of enslaved people are women and girls, while men and boys account for 29%. Estimates suggest that about 50,000 people are trafficked into the U.S. each year, most often from Mexico and the Philippines. In 2018, over half, 51.6% of criminal human trafficking cases active in the U.S. were sex trafficking cases involving only children. Yikes, you hate to hear that. Reports indicate that a large number of child sex trafficking survivors in the U.S. were at one time in the foster care system. This is all coming from doessomething.org. All these statistics. Um, advocates report a growing trend of trafficking using online social media platforms to recruit and advertise targets of human trafficking which has to do kind of with what was happening today Mm -hmm. I'm really sorry that I can't talk about the exact situation just know that if you were to hear it you would be infuriated yeah not happy with what's going on what you're reading right now makes me angry (laughs) so what I'm done okay if you're when you're walking out there when you're out there in this scary world and you you need to observe and you need to report and you need to get police files open on people that act weird that are acting creepy that are following you that are texting you too much if you're afraid to call 911, which, you know, sounds scary and like a big deal, there's non-emergency hotlines for every police department. So, and all it is is you got to Google, just Google it. Google non-emergency hotline for your um, local police station. And like I said, get a, get a file open on them right away because you never know. Maybe you'll, he'll, the person will stop bugging you and you'll, you'll go on with your life, but you might save somebody else. You might save another girl. You might save another child, another man, another woman, um, just because you got it started. And also, um, man, what kind of took me back with the story that you were talking about is um, how naive the people were that were bothered by this guy. And how many excuses that girls will give, like, Oh, he's just, you know, a little weird. Yeah. He he's probably he knows where I live. He knows my phone number. He won't stop calling me. Yeah. But he's just weird. No. No, 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 no. That guy uh that guy's not just weird. That guy needs like some sort of uh, some sort of file on him where if anything happens to anybody else, they can know that, yes, this guy has a habit of stalking and creeping yeah. and using unhealthy methods of attracting women right. who tend to be, from what I've seen, just in front of my eyes, young children, young teenagers. Yeah, like high school age. Yeah. And no one uh, knows. No one knows what to do. They're easy to trick, and that's probably why. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're obviously a target because they're young, pretty, and stupid. But 
stupid isn't isn't necessarily the thing. They're unaware They're of what's kids. happening. They're just kids. They're unaware. I was unaware. Mm-hmm. I'm still unaware. I was aware, actually. You know why? Because <coughs> of a show called America's Most Wanted, and I fucking lost so much sleep because of that show. I as couldn't a kid. watch that show. I don't know why so my parents let me watch it. There's a lot, there's so many so many things that I was not allowed to watch as a kid. Why was I why was I allowed to watch America's Most Wanted? My parents Wanted? made me watch it. Good God. Just the horror that you hear about on there. And, you know, that's what we're talking about right now. There's <laughs> sickos out there, and I'm sick of it. Yeah, it's it got my head in a twist. So if you're out there, and you're following girls around, and you're just creepy as hell, go sit on a blender and turn it on, please. Yeah, just do that. Just go ahead and headbutt a nail for me. Get some help. Get some help, please. I'm Figure tired of how it. to talk to women. <laughs> it makes my blood boil. It's a challenge in this world to learn how to speak to women. Just figure it out. Figure it out, bud. How about that? How would you stop trafficking people? No, it's beyond. It's beyond people that don't know how to talk to women. Because yeah. you know what? Usually, the people that aren't sickos, the people that aren't creepers, that don't know how to talk to women eventually finds someone that likes their weird, likes their awkwardness. You're probably right. This is a sick, obsessive, porn-addicted, just disgusting, dark person that has maybe experienced abuse in their own life, too, and that just went down and sent them down a dark whatever. Or just, you never know. You never know what their environment is. Maybe it is that, like that type of mentality that like porn mentality where like when you're watching porn you don't necessarily think of the person that you're watching as like a person you know they're like they're a porn star you know and then I'm done right right and that's it (laughs) yeah this is all based off of things I've heard I've never yeah I don't see you I don't see you as that guy I don't see you as that type of person. What the fuck was I saying, bro? That they basically objectify people. They stop becoming human and they just become an object of pleasure. The 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 (laughs) sorry that threw me off. The uh, the whole mentality of these like rich, um, these rich like politicians and corporate individuals who partake in this stuff they probably look at humans that way like not human you know you hear about that but it's hard to remember it's hard to realize like what that really is where it's almost like somebody you have an individual who's living life like it's they're watching a tv screen Mm -hmm. like they're living life through some sort of uh distorted reality yeah and they lived in the in the halls of wealth and abundance their entire life. Thinking of people as like AI, where if oh I hurt this person's life, it's just another one of the billion lives on this earth. Right. That's just sick. So what are we gonna do, Tom? What I don't do know. About it? What I don't want to do is dive into the mentality of sick individuals and no. figure out what they. That's just not my job. I'm not a psychologist. 
All I, we can do is use our platform for good. All we can do is spread as much information as possible. And what you can do as the listener is observe and report. Help your friends. If you have a friend that's naive, educate them. Yeah. So... Just a couple little things before we depart. If you are ever in a hard situation, just go ahead and uh, give the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline a call. And by hard situation, I mean you are feeling like how we were talking about earlier in the episode, just hopeless. There's always somebody out there to talk to. I'll even, you know what? I'll shoot out my number. Here you go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you can always hit up. You can hit us up on Tom and Topher. And, you know, all our Instagram, uh, Twitter. We're fr- we're friendly. You know, if you ever need a friend, we're there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so give them a call. There's always somebody there. One eight hundred two seven three eight two five five, and uh, thank you, Adriana, for setting up that bench. That's really dope. And sometimes, you know, if you don't want to call a hotline, let's say you're struggling with stuff, all you gotta tell, you, all you have to say to your friend is that, hey, I just need someone to listen to me right now. Sometimes you don't know how to start the conversation right there. Tell your friend you need someone to listen to you right now. And there is a human trafficking hotline with two more than 200 languages, which it seems is a very big deal because uh, a lot of the people who are being like sought after are not necessarily just white young girls working at Starbucks or whatever. Um, you know, it's hard for somebody who doesn't speak English to seek help in the United States mm-hmm. when they're trapped and in a situation like that. Yeah. There's over 200 languages spoken on this hotline. one 373 And uh, I hoped today didn't bring you all down too much. We kept it spicy at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But this, I just wanted to get on the mic Sometimes you just got to get on the mic, you know? Yeah, and we did. Let it out. Be a force for good. Yeah. Hope we brought some, uh, some education, some joy, some entertainment. You just discovered the Tom and Topher experiment. Hope you have a good night. You're welcome. Uh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Shout out to Austin, dude. Love you, God bless you, angels watch over you. And all of you other peeps. Love you, God bless you, and angels watch over you. Have a good night.